Welcome to season one, The Trap. My name is Askandar. My name is OJ Shabuli. And I'm Amy Ndiao. Me, offended? Most of us have felt offended at a remark made by a close friend or maybe a random comment on our social media. Even worse, um, the chances are that we have experienced the shock of hearing that other people were offended by our comments, despite the fact that we had no intention of hurting them. And in this season, The Trap, and in our first episode, as we start, I want us to look into the analogy of trapping animals. And so for anyone who has trapped animals, they know the trap needs one of the two things to be successful. And number one, it has to be hidden in the hope that an animal will stumble upon it. And number two, it must be baited to lure the animal into the trap's deadly juice. This is the same thing our enemy, the Saturn of our souls, uses both of these strategies as he lays out his most deceptive and deadly traps. They are both hidden and baited. Saturn, along with his courts, is not as blatant as many people believe. He is subtle, by the way, and delights in deception. He is shrewd in his operations, cunning and crafty. So don't forget he can disguise himself as a messenger of the light. So if we are not trained by the word of God to divide rightly between good and evil, we won't recognize his traps for what they are. One of his most deceptive and insidious kinds of bait is something every Christian has encountered, and this is offense. You know, actually, offense itself is not as deadly as it is if it stays in the trap. But if we pick it up and consume it and feed it on our hearts, then we have become offended. Now, offended people produce much fruit such as heart, anger, outrage, jealousy, resentment, strife, bitterness, hatred, and envy. So some of these consequences of picking up an offense are insults, attacks, wounding, division, separation, broken relationships, betrayal, and backsliding. I heard you talk about a trap in its literal sense, but what's the trap in this case? Offense is the trap. Mm-hmm. But but offense is not that unless you decide to get offended. Yeah, I agree with you. Like offense, taking offense is a choice, and uh, I came to learn about it later on in life. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and I was telling them how upset I got about a certain situation, and they were, and they stopped me, and said no. Uh, we chose to get offended. Mm-hmm. You see, offense in itself, the way Ask is asking, is is not bad. But the direction you took, as you, getting offended is where now the problem is. Because once you get offended, you will exhibit characters such as being angry, being jealous, being resentment, 
you know strife bitterness hatred and envy so in itself offense in itself is not that a bad thing but when you choose to stay in that particular trap that is where the problem begins when these things go on for long we get divisions and uh, people get wounded there's also separations yeah. and breaking breaking of relationships and people are insulted yeah there are so many things backsliding betrayal you know sometimes people who are offended they don't realize that they have put themselves in a trap because they are probably offended at this person for offending them so they are in a trap then they also become in denial because they're not somehow ready to accept and now that makes them selfish because they don't want to agree that they will talk to the person and they don't want to become the bigger person yes they don't want to become the bigger person so yes yeah but the good thing about this is the bible has given us uh the bible is a guide for us concerning this matter even jesus himself said that it is impossible that no offenses should come so like we know when we're here on earth we are definitely going to be offended but there are better ways to deal with offense so that we don't we don't become selfish we don't become immature irresponsible yeah so according to the dictionary meaning uh, offense is annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult to or disregard for oneself so in short offense it depends on the interpretation because um eh yeah. yeah. exactly choice so if if yeah. you do something and i don't see it as offensive then there's no room for offense in that case but some people can get offended by little things you know something as uh, how someone speaks like yeah when you talk to a vizuri and then someone's like sana jifanya you know kitu kama hiyo like twang you know yeah or maybe out of you na tembea or something and then like okay so yeah So kunai concept ya people who take offense and the offenders and the offended also so um hurt people hurt others right so if you're hurt you will definitely be walking around with hurt like that's that's what your cup is full of and that's what you can give so you can also look at it from that perspective that it's not some people don't even know that they're hurting you they're offending you you know so yeah peer communication is important like if you offend me ata by biblia inasema if someone offends you go talk to them go tell them yeah ulinifanya hivi and i didn't like it and then um but there's if gone but there's a there's a personality mm-hmm. that other people can't talk about like their feelings or if you've offended them for instance mm-hmm. and they joined you had to tell you like baby you did wrong happen 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 so it becomes hard so what happens to such type of people they still have to 
learn how to okay what happens to such people like me <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that's justifying that's you're trying to justify um a trait of yours using personality but communication communication is not born by personality i feel like also people should be should give that space and uh, yeah like be a safe space for people to communicate their feelings to you uh and also how people react to you setting a boundaries is none of your business like if i could concern to some aska uh we are friends and then when we are joking in a way let's say aska we are friends kone you're not friends <laughs> <laughs> okay well i'm sorry you know i'm thinking about it in my head so like let's say i we, i'm joking with you and then i overstep a boundary i talk about an insecurity or something yeah, or something i told you in private yeah as a joke you know and then you you yeah. can't tell me hey, anyway that i didn't like it when you eh uh, like that was so unnecessary mbono ulifanya hivyo that was so low of you you know and then me nianze kukwambia sawa mbono una jam hiyo nikitia kujam kweli yeah so and then now if i do that to you you start asking yourself by the was it really that much of an offense nini in a way that's gaslighting someone because you're starting to question your own sanity yeah and start to question your own boundary exactly so if you set a boundary and you communicate it the way i react is none of your business it should not concern you you should be more concerned on um, on on seeing what you feel and what you want to get out there but now you know there are people who get offended that you have created that boundary Mm-hmm. But I feel like if someone can get offended by that like they are, they want to stay with you as long as that boundary is not in place then maybe they're not right for you. Preach. <laughs> so that's that's the side of people who are offending others and then there are these people who are people pleasers yeah they don't want to offend people. Uh-huh. So I'll do everything in my power not to offend you like yeah as guys my friend happy. I put you on a pedestal uh, and I don't want But to... now me I in the process Exactly why because um some people just don't want issues like ah you know let them have the spotlight let them do whatever me I just want issues and I was And for others it's a, it's a survival mechanism because you know you grow up in a strict household so you always you don't want to upset your parents so you're trying to please them with all you have and you grow up uh yeah. projecting this onto your other relationships so you don't want to upset your friends you don't want to upset um, schoolmates your workmates your colleagues and in the end it just hurts you more So like on this on this uh topic of Christianity and all I read a quote or that said it's better to offend people into heaven than to flatter them into hell. Okay. <laughs> I'm letting it sink. <laughs> Because you see even Jesus Jesus uh 
wasn't liked by many even in his hometown you know he offended people but he wasn't offending them at the madharao nini no he was offending them into heaven like bringing out their mistakes correcting them you know telling them something good the good news so that's what we're being told better offend people into heaven than flatter them to into hell guys how does betrayal feel like it feels like somebody stabbing in the back you know and getting your mic off and it stings yeah uh-huh it stings me betrayal kusamato kweli what betrayal in a feel ile moment uko high school and then it's a visiting day and then you see your parent coming anakuja kwa gate pale na gazeti mimi that ningeletewa food eh wewe kuja na gazeti soma tu kwa bidii na kai hata diishe anakuona 2 minutes for me that is what betrayal feels like okay well betrayal is like drinking sugar without tea. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Having high expectations of something, you expect uh, something to look nice what? because of someone you trust and Me then And then <laughs> it's like like for example, you, you expect a nice perfectly made tea, you expect, like this tea is cute. And then when you drink it's just like oh it's pathetic. Like for example, you're expecting exactly. someone, yeah. you expect someone to care for you so highly because you have high expectations of someone because of the bond you had. But once something has happened, that is where the betrayal, that is where the betrayal comes. comes in. Ni mtungi na nguvu na unapata haina maji. I, I think me me one thing I think when it comes to expectation okay you desire I'm one person who when relating to people in as much as I'm having a high high expectation I'm also thinking of creating a bigger room for disappointment in the sense of I'm expecting these people to do the unthinkable I'm expecting these people I call bo- boyfriends girlfriends best friends to do something to that point as a magai only best friend wangu alifanya hii stuff so living with that high level of disappointment like i'm expecting ask at one point you will disappoint me i'm expecting that this thing is going to happen i think most of the time can prove as an easier way to get over the offense part of it but i think this is something that all of us we need to have a conversation about because generally aditukiangalia most people have high sense of expectation but wanafikiriaanga binadamu ni mamalaika like wana feel my boyfriend can never do this to me my parents can never do this to me but you know it doesn't happen all the time yeah like let's just be realistic we cannot just always expect at you ah i'm just going to expect one day any to let me down like it never happens you know we always we always think that everything is so white until one thing happens like expectations it's not something like easily to accept that it happens because let's say for example you've been friends with someone for like forever like for us we'll be, we have been friends for like forever right so mm-hmm. it won't make sense i'm just saying i'm just saying it will be so hard for me like for me actually to have like a big room for disappointment for any of you you know it's not like it's because for the bond we've had so many years the things we've have shared 
the trust we have is so big so that is why we always we always like we always the problem with us human beings is like we always cherish the longer periods of time that we've had we've had been together and then we forget that there's one time there's something which is going to happen and it's going to revolt and that's one thing that we need to we need to sit down and analyze before we move on to the next life it will make pain less and less and less and less Mm, bearable, you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. The, the the interesting part is okay. If this is the scenario of we've been friends forever, you know, why is it? You no, know, I know if your person who normally watches news every day, I think you will hear policeman A short lover B. Mm-hmm. What? Why do you think if? we've been friends forever because these people who are killing each other these lovers who are killing each other be it lovers, be it family, be Mm. it friends we hear these stories every day so why do you think, let me give an example of a family you know, a boy the other day we were listening there was this story whereby kuna kuna certain boy the father, the mother Mm. and then decided to wipe out his other siblings. Now, mm. when you look into this particular story, if we've known each other for a very long time, then why do you think these things keep on happening? Is it psychological? Is it something we've seen in the society? Is it the order of the day? Or why do you think these things keep on happening? One, psychological. Two, emotional. Three, the Lord is coming. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, psychological issues. Uh-huh. Maybe someone has mental problems, two emotional uh-huh. issues, three greed, something with greed, you know. Uh, I got a sugar daddy and it's rich as hell, so I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna kill him and steal his money and I'm gonna be a billionaire. See, those are type type of things. For like, for example, um, let's say I'm dating, let's say I'm dating you, mm-hmm. and then I find you with Amy. Just betrayal. betrayal so i kill you for that some of the uh, reasons there is uh, this the recent case of a person you've mentioned they spoke about influence of the media like so, some things yeah. we see on the media yes and, it is yeah, killing you. yeah and we decide you know what let's go try but I I feel like that That's wasn't the that is not a reason. I just <laughs> but, wake up to after watching a movie. How many times have we done stuff that we've seen well, on, that on are media? influenced by media or yeah. the movie? You know, no. as much as we haven't gone ahead to kill per se, but there's this little stuff that we do that has been influenced How by the dress. media. Can I give you an example of you what ladies what most of us have done when it comes to media? Mm-hmm. Unakumbuka Vanessa Mdia kiwa na ball. Yeah. Unaona wenyewe sana wote walikuwa ndio kwa Kevin Samdi. Aje. Kukua na ball. Like you see every every lady was like I want such a such a man, you know? Mm. I want my man to be like so and so. So in as much as you you, you can't really like Saw the social media into the equation and say mm-hmm. that at use no reason. Basically, these people, you know, 
they look at these celebrities as an idol. They look at these celebrities as people who are mentoring them. So if my celebrity does this, mm. these people mostly tend to do the same thing. So we, we can't really say that that isn't a reason per se. Mm. Because different people are different people are, are, are affected differently when it comes. And this thing doesn't even start now. I remember when we were very young. Mm-hmm. We used to watch this movie for this guy called Jean Claude Van Dem. I don't actually know him. Yeah, I remember also Paranaway. Okay, before you want to before you fight, unatoa shati unajifanya ah. And then you do some moves and then you feel like after doing this thing we can now fight. Mm-hmm. If if you ask boys, why do you normally remove shots before fighting? People don't have a basic reason as to why. But we just have to unapata maboy atak pigana kitu ya kwanza atatoa ni shati. Kwani mzee mtagwarwa. Wow, to me coach. So it, it, it's more of something but when you look at it Amy, does it does it mean that these things how psychological can these things be the reason like how is it psychologically <laughs> trauma like for example you know physical abuse can lead to emotional trauma for example let's talk about example domestic violence yeah um Let's say for example the husband has been tormenting the wife for the longest time ever tormenting you know so the wife is not only physically abused but she's also emotionally abused because the husband is just killing her daily 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 so what does the husband does wife and decide to acha tunyeke raten rat nimalize huu mse juana ni bo so i think ah okay can 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 Amy, Amy. Mm-hmm. yes um, can selfishness be a reason as to why all these things keep on happening yeah it can uh-huh. how because um people have this mentality uh of ownership yeah because you're with someone or because you have something you're like yeah they i own them they are you know the way you treat something that's yours you, how you treat your pen your book and stuff that's now you want to treat people like objects and so when you don't you don't consider that these are living beings and think feel and all that so they won't act according to a particular way or whatever you, you know you can't confine them into a box and make them do whatever you want so when you become selfish you treat them like an object and then that breeds rebellion and uh, when people nobody likes to be rebelled against and so when people rebel it breeds such consequences such as murder and you know even injuries like you beat someone because they rebelled against you trying to be to be selfish Mm-hmm. So, so, so I think yes, because also in another aspect, like men and women today, you see, kilamse na jiangalia, kilamse na angalia, minta patanini kwa situation. And when when you look even the Bible puts it clear in Second Timothy chapter three verse two that mm-hmm. during the last day, the way Aska was saying, the reason why all this thing is happening is because Jesus is soon returning. Yeah. And when you look at this. The Bible says, like, during last days, people will be lovers of money. themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. They'll be lovers of money, they'll be lovers of things that, you Worldly know, they them. 
So I think in as much as all this thing happening, yes, there are some other factors that are really disturbing. You've mentioned social media, you've mentioned other things. But I think one of the main things that really affect us in as much as those things do, selfishness is one of those things that Zikopali do. Ego can happen in so many ways. One of the instances where ego can happen is whereby a person might offend you and might not feel the necessity to apologize. You know, they may just feel like, ah, I'm just going to brush it off and then like move on to the next chapter, not realizing that he or she has done a big damage to another person, leading to a lot of conflicts and a lot of unresolved issues that has not been done. But then also, I can have ego for not telling you that you have offended me. I want you to be the bigger person and talk uh-huh. about it. Yeah. Not communication. Me. Poor communication. So there's always like no. poor communication with friends because you don't, there's also this thing like, I don't want to hurt you, you don't want to hurt me type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's the conflict just still remains strong. And one party then may or may friends. not know, may or may not <laughs> know that one of them has offended the other. Then it might come to like, Oh, he's a fake friend. She's a fake friend, yeah. and then it's gonna be like a big issue later on, which no, could be okay. resolved. So basically, what you're saying is that offended people can either one, those who've been treated bad, and then two, they can be people who believe they have been treated bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, then if that is the case, I think most of the times, the people in the second category, they tend to believe that with all their drawn from inaccurate information, or maybe also feel like whatever thing they know, as in they are right, the other person should be doing the most by approaching them and telling them nini what type of friends are you or what type of your, what is the type of your relationship if you can't communicate with someone like some miku heart are you guys really close like it's is that uh legit <laughs> you know because if if someone is my friend and they hurt my feelings in one way or another i'd, I'd go up to them and tell them what they did Unless but we have people's pleasers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are people's pleasers. Yeah. Lakini Pia kuna watu wengine hawatakingi hawa understand like utendo wambie mtu eh ukunifanyia poa and alafu wakugeuzie wakugaslight sio kwa when it comes to communication, maybe, you know, there's a reason why I normally say how close is too close. Mm-hmm. Is there's a feeling that something that Labda, it will utajam all together. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Labda, these people, quote in quote, they tend to feel like I'm afraid of losing you. But now, there is something that for me happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. And nakumbuka, nakumbuka when you get to some churches, there are group A and group B. 
I mean, like, I can't believe these people did this to you. Are you not hurt? You get like, and most of the time when this these questions could come, my response was always, "I zibana asaja nikose." I mean, nikofiti. Somebody has done something to you. Maybe your boyfriend has betrayed you. Your girlfriend has done something. And so, people who really know that thing that is really wrong, wakikulizia, wako like, "I mean, nikofiti zii." As in, so. In my heart, like like na jaribu kukata siko heart, like siski uchungu, yani naski uchungu, but na jaribu quote in quote, na jaribu konyesha minje ule gangster, una get? Mm. So, na deny, na deny that, that particular part. So, na jaribu kuifinya chini. So, I think most of the time, ina kuangani to keep my Talibanism, I tend to take pride over me like sir sitaki ku admit that ni ko hard jodora niona ai kwani ko age bro so i tend to make feel like ah no people like me should not get hurt or something mm-hmm. and is that can that be a problem whereby most of us we don't want to admit that we are really hurt because of our pride like atutaki kukubali kitu kai you know it depends you know people you know outside here it depends on the way you carry out yourself you see um mm. someone may be seeing oh, she's so emotional so people tend to be very careful but you know like there's a way people carry themselves like they don't ex- they expect there sometimes people just expect you to swallow each and everything because they just know oh you're a gangster you won't feel bad so i'm just going to do shitty things on you sorry for cursing they're going to do a lot of horrible things to you but just because they know that you are going to you're going to put this personal image that you have that whatever i do at a jam oh. be like it's okay it's okay so it will be like let me just throw my shit um. so eh and then the morning i throw it in the more he'll just build up but deep down he's breaking he or she is breaking inside oh my, it's causing a lot of they see somebody is so soft or weak and then they're like i'm going to take advantage of you so but now you see the soft yeah. thing is bad because they will see they're hurting you and then they'll continue yeah that's but the point but this is different mimi nijifanya hardcore una nikosea lakini mimi ni hardcore una just soft atanda liye but how the journey melia like ina kuanga to obvious i think in in most cases i think is one of the things that make us to feel like okay so and so is a hard go or we tend to pretend we are not hard is one thing that in a tusumbo most of us is this tiny little thing called pride and something with pride is pride ukuficha macho to a point whereby always you come up you're really hurting like One thing I know you can never change when you think that everything is fine and that is what pride does to you pride makes you feel like ah me I'm not hard imagine miss jaumia you get mm-hmm. and the more you look at yourself this way you you won't realize your body utagundua utagundua you are breaking ukifika towards yani malipenyesa things imeenda mbaya so I, most of the times zinafanyanga one person to look like a victim 
you know, your attitude becomes, I was mistreated and misjudged, therefore I am justified, you know, in my behavior. And so, because most of the times you tend to believe you are innocent and falsely accused, you hold back your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this 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 pride thing, and then, in as much as they may be true, your allegations may be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you are mistreated or something, you do not have the permission to hold on to an offense. You so because two wrongs can never make a right. Akuna yes utakume kosewa tujakata. Okay, yes nili kosewa. Vinyo anasema okay, eni ataku block. It's okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But we can't correct a mistake with another mistake. If yes nili kosewa, I block you up and then make you look like. You know, most of the times we won't find a solution. Mm. We need sometimes we we need to kill this pride. We need to kill this sense of ego. We need to kill this this feeling that mimi ni tough, mimi ni you know ilenye, and it's something that we need we really need to work on. In 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 the book of Revelation, Jesus is addressing the church of Laodicea and is telling them is how they saw themselves as rich, wealthy, and having need of nothing. And then he later on goes to expose how, to expose the true condition of their hearts when he told them that they they were wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. You see, these people had mistaken their financial strength for their spiritual strength. So pride in this sense hid their true condition. And this is what most of us today are like. We do not see the true condition of our own hearts, of our own hearts, just as I was unable to see the resentment I carried towards all those people who had wronged me before. You see, I convinced myself I was not hurt. Jesus is telling the Laodiceans, the Laodiceans how to get out of their deception by buying gold, by buying God's gold, and see their true condition. He mentions, he also mentioned the refined gold, and uh, a characteristic of refined gold is is that it's soft, it's malleable, and um, it's 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 pure it's something nice yeah yeah however uh gold that has impurities like when you're mining it is usually hard and you know it's dirty and all that Mm -hmm. so we liken this to our hearts yeah when our hearts have been refined by jesus we are able to accept correction, instruction, and reproof. However, if our hearts are hardened, we become like Pharaoh, who didn't listen to instruction. You know, even after the ten plagues, Pharaoh was still adamant. He even followed the children of Israel till the Red Sea, and he ended up making the army drown. So, um, Isaiah forty-eight ten, which also says. See, I have I have refined you, though not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Also, in First Peter chapter one verse six and seven, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold, that 
perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory to the at the appearing of Jesus Christ. This also teaches us that God refines us with afflictions, trials, and tribulations, which which separates impurities such as unforgiveness, anger, bitterness, strife, envy, and so forth from characters of God in our lives. Sin hides easily where there isn't any heat of trials or afflictions. Yeah. Amen. And also, in terms of prosperity and success, even a wicked man will seem kind and generous. But under the heat of trials, however, the impurities, they surface. Jesus is telling us today that our ability to see correctly is another key to being freed from deception. Most of the time, when we are offended, we see ourselves as victims and blame those who have hurt us. We justify our bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, envy, and resentment as they surface. Sometimes, we even resent those who remind us of others who have hurt us. And so, for this reason, Jesus counseled, anoint your eyes with eyesalve that you, that you may see. Mm. The question here is, see what? Your true condition is what you are supposed to see. That's the only way we can be zealous and repent. As Jesus commanded, that you will only repent when you stop blaming other people. My dear friends, when we blame others and defend our own position, we are blind. We struggle to remove the speck out of a brother's eye where there is a log in ours. It is the revelation of truth that brings us freedom to us. When the Spirit of God shows us our sin, He always does it in such a way that it seems to separate from us. Mm-hmm. It is my prayer that even as you are going to listen to this podcast from this day and to the subsequent episodes, that God, that God's word will enlighten your eyes of your understanding, that you will see your true condition and become free from any offense you are harboring. So one thing I leave with you, don't let pride keep you from seeing and repenting. See you till next time.